With the exception of one, which I guess the Reverend used to read from, not a single solitary Bible I inherited wasn't hollowed out with a rare book secreted inside. I found out they were called smugglers' Bibles, and were used in the old days for a purpose that wasn't much different than what my dad seemed to be using them for. It was pretty smart of the old man, smarter than I suppose I'd have given him credit for knowing, that if you wanted to hide something in a place nobody would bother looking, a good old Bible was perfectly suited to the task. I started making a list of titles and a tally of market values, aware that my phony cold would have to worsen over the next couple of days so I would have time to finish the job. Since I rarely got sick and had a real excuse for coming down with something, exhaustion from the shock of losing my dad, my mother was lenient about letting me continue to stay home from school that week. My poor brother, who saw right through my hoax, writhed with jealousy. But there wasn't a thing he could do, especially after that bogus cough of his became a running joke at mealtimes. So I tucked the aspirin and cold medication pills in my cheek, just as I had seen in the movies, drank water from the glass my mom handed me, swallowed mightily, then spat out the pills onto my palm the minute she turned her back. I managed to drink hot tea on the sly before she put the thermometer in my mouth to take my temperature, and the results were impressive. Part of me wished I had played this game of charades earlier, but I knew my father would have called me out in a heartbeat, laid a choice line of scripture on me about lying, and that would have been curtains, no encore. But what about him and lying? Or, if not lying, keeping a secret from his family to the tune of half a million plus for starters? These books added up fast, reaching into six figures even before I was a quarter of the way through the trove. Just for example, the first edition in English, 1640, of Niccolo Machiavelli's The Prince, which I learned was the greatest textbook of all time for political leaders interested in wielding power with an iron fist, brought in the neighborhood of sixty grand or more, little brat of a book, too, a duodecimo, they called it. Or what about Voltaire's Candide, one of the dozen or so copies of what was known as the quote-unquote true first edition, published in Geneva in 1759, a sheaf of fussy notes about its points that verified it as legitimate was tucked into the smuggler's part of the Bible underneath Candide itself. Online, a British book dealer, I wondered if they ought to call themselves bookies, had one of these for £60,000, which the conversion chart made out to be about $100,000 just by itself. It went on like that. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, in three small volumes hidden in three different Bibles, the 1818 first edition, worth a hundred and a half, easy.